Welcome back to Missing. I am Tim here today with Lance. Lance, how are you today? I'm doing very well today, Tim. Had a pretty decent holiday. How was yours? Thanks for asking. It was pretty good trying to be safe, trying to mostly stay at home if I can avoid uh, crowds and things like that. My God, I can't believe this is happening again. Anyway, we have... uh, a conversation with our friend and coworker Jennifer Amell in this episode, and it's a short one, Lance. There's not much information on the disappearance of Jackson Brent Garcia, but maybe that's because it's such a recent case. Yeah, we're just past the anniversary of his disappearance, and he was technically last seen by family members on December 26th of 2020, but... Some people had reported seeing him in the Springdale, West DeKalb area in South Carolina, somewhere between the 29th and the 31st. So end of December is the time frame over those two or three days where he went missing and he hasn't been heard from since. And like you said, it's so new, it's tough to really report on anything that that's happened since because there's been nothing. Yeah, so I think it's important to share this one um, to really get this information out there as far as possible. There are a lot of rumors that sort of swirl in this case, and there might be some truth to some of them. It seems like a lot of rumors that have developed in the short year that he's been missing that um, sort of tells me that some of the rumors could be true or one of the rumors even. Um, so if there's any information, please submit it to the Sumter Police Department and their phone number is 803-436-2000. And you can also visit the GoFundMe page and start the movement hashtag Brent's Army. That's B-R-E-N-T-S-A-R-M-Y. And the GoFundMe is Justice for Brent Garcia. And that is run by his mother, Angel. And this case was submitted to private investigations for the missing. And we appreciate the research done by Mary Sarecki. So thanks a lot, Mary. Check out what Private Investigations for the Missing is doing at investigationsforthemissing.org and their social media pages. Okay, everybody, thanks a lot for listening. Please give us five stars this holiday season. We'd really appreciate it. Speaking of that, Tim, speaking of those five stars, bumped into a fan. Her name's Lisa, lives around the area here, and uh, she went ahead and gave us five stars. I'm not kidding. If you go to the uh, Apple Podcasts uh, review section, you'll see a glowing review there, five stars, and every word of that is true. And I didn't pay her a single dime to do it. So please, follow in Lisa's footsteps and just give us that five-star gift for the new year. Wrap up the new year with that five-star gift. We're going to play a quick word from our sponsor here, and we'll be right back with Jennifer Mel and the case of Jackson Brent Garcia. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Jennifer Amell, welcome back to Missing. How are you today? I'm very well. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, we're talking about a very interesting case today. There's not a whole lot of information out there about this case, but the family is still very active in trying to locate their loved one. And the research for this case was done by our veteran researcher by this point, Mary Sarecki. So thank you, Mary. Yes, thank you, Mary. And uh, again, thank you to everybody at uh, Private Investigations for the Missing who help us to put together these pieces of information, the, everything that we work off of for the uh, episodes. And thank you, Jen, for putting it all in one location where we can access it and, and try to make sense of it all, even though, like you said, there's not a lot of information on the missing Jackson Brent Garcia, but... I mean, there's enough here where we can talk about it and we can, you know, get the word out there and, and keep the uh, visibility as high as possible. I think this is especially a case where uh, bringing more media attention to it will really help this case. There are, I mean, a handful of news articles out there, but they all kind of regurgitate the same information. Um, so there's not much to say in terms of like the story of Brent's disappearance, but I feel like if we get his picture out there, his name, um, some distinguishing characteristics, it might jog someone's memory. So Jackson Garcia went missing from Sumter County, South Carolina, on December 29th, 2020. He is 5'11 and weighs 170 pounds with brown hair and brown eyes. And he's got some tattoos. And the tattoos that you mentioned, he's got the word angel on the right hand and a crown with the word king on the left hand. And there's also a cartoonish type alien in a spaceship on his forearm. This is where my first bit of conf confusion comes in. Um, he was last seen on the 26th. So he was last seen by a family member in the 26th. And then there were sightings of him in another town until the 29th. Okay. And at the time of his last sighting, he was wearing light gray sweatpants, black and white sneakers, a dark colored jacket. And he does have a history of mental illness. Um, unfortunately, was not on his medication at the time of his disappearance. Jackson Garcia, who goes by Brent, is a young man who loves animals and dreams of being a veterinarian. And according to his sister, Angel, Brent's desire to help animals could always be found amongst the homeless community in the area. And he was always visiting with the people to check up on them, and, but more importantly, the animals. He always brought them treats. His love was genuine. He seems like a really cute young man I mean, caring for animals so much. I, I like to picture... Brent going into like a camp or something and being like, hey, how are you? You know, and having like a pocket full of dog bones or something. So that Christmas, Brent spent time with his mother, Angel Brown and other family members. And then he spent the night of December 25th of 2020 with a cousin on Ithaca Drive. The cousin's name has not been mentioned. On the 26th of 2020, Brent and his cousin were outside talking and the cousin went into the house Brent stayed outside. His cousin last saw him at about 7 p.m. And again, that was when Brent was last seen wearing black and white sneakers, the light gray sweatpants, and a dark colored jacket. And several people reported seeing Brent near Camden in the Sprindale West DeKalb area by Walmart and the Eggs Up Grill on December 29th to the 31st of 2020, according to the Kershaw County Sheriff's Office. So these, I suppose, are confirmed sightings of Brent in this area. I mean, his missing poster lists the December 29th as the last date that he was seen. But according to this, um, there were several people who reported seeing him 
over the course of those three days, the 29th, the 30th, and the 31st. So I'm not sure if the one that they put stock in is the 29th, and, and that's why that's the date of last seen. But um, it seems like he was in the area conducting business. Um, I wonder if there was any people he was with, too. Great question. So it seems like he left the house on his own, um, on his own accord, and then was sort of uh, hanging out for at least a few days after that. Um, so this is, this is a very interesting one. And some sources say that Brent may be residing in Cherryvale, which is a less desirable part of town, a part of town that's known for drug use. We don't see any kind of indication that Brent himself was using drugs. He may have just hung out with that crowd who were using drugs, but there's no report of him being an addict of any kind. So this area of Cherryvale is about 15 to 20 minutes away from Sumter where uh, he was last seen. So if people are saying that he's residing there, I mean, he's still pretty close if that's the theory or if that's like a possibility. Yeah, I mean, there was mention of him visiting camps where people without homes reside. I wonder if he sort of decided that that was the life for him and is like kind of transient with that community. I mean, that's kind of a leap in speculation, but he does have a history of hanging out with those people. Well, and unfortunately, with his uh, mental illness and not taking medication, he might not even know exactly who he is at you know where he is i mean he could have had a pretty significant break yeah i guess we don't know the specifics of his um history of mental illness but yeah you're absolutely right and um that's that's pretty tragic i mean usually when we cover these cases we don't cover um one where where a person just walks away from a party like that christmas party yeah that's um strange so obviously he did it on his own um he was seen a few days later yeah i think that's an interesting point you would think he would still be in the vicinity well yeah and they also organized searches and they were doing that every weekend since he went missing and they've searched with everything from vehicles horses on foot drones boats uh and everywhere woods ditches waterways abandoned houses they even went as far as to hire the black river search and rescue team on january 6th of 2021 because the company has bloodhounds and they bring them out. Uh, flyers had been donated by the printing businesses and people in Charleston. And those flyers are constantly being displayed and put up by Brent's mom. And in addition to that, he doesn't have his cell phone with him. He never took his cell phone. So there's no way to you know contact him that way. But his cell phone records have been analyzed. Yeah, that's good information to have. Um, interesting that, you know, he didn't didn't have his cell phone, I guess. Um, went missing without his phone. Doesn't seem like something you would do if you were trying to run away and maybe start afresh somewhere. It more seems like the type of thing where you're living without a phone. I mean, maybe he just got a, a new one. I don't know. Yeah, that's possible. I wonder if they located the phone, if they did have the cell phone records and they determined that it was shut off or or I don't, I'm not sure exactly how they would know that Brent didn't take his phone with him unless they recovered the phone, but I wonder if there's a last ping on those records. Apparently, Brent, Brent's mom had the records analyzed. I guess they could tell from the ping, the final ping, I suppose, that uh, he didn't take it with him. Hmm. And we'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Thanks to our sponsors. And now we're back to the program. And
And on March 26, 2021, Chief Deputy Hampton Gardner with the Sumter County Sheriff's Office said, Presently, we have had some new leads in the case, and we are actively investigating those leads as we speak, end quote. But as of this recording, Brent is still missing, and the police have conducted some searches, but have had no luck in locating anything pertaining to Brent And there is currently a $10,000 reward for information leading to Brent's location. Does anyone know what the content of the conversation was between Brent and his cousin on that night? Was it an argument or we just don't know? Yeah, there's no reports of what was happening between him and his cousin that night. I mean, we have no context whatsoever. Um, I mean, the story is that he was hanging out outside with Brent, uh, his cousin, and then he went back inside and... Brent stayed outside and then he never saw him again. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the questions that we should have, you know, a little clarification on. Also, what type of mental illness? I don't think that that's even um, something that's been put out there. Was it, you know, depression, anxiety, schizophrenia? You know, like, right. was it a number of things? Yeah, but they didn't put out that cousin's uh, name. So that kind of lends leads me to think um, that there's nothing uh, to report, maybe nothing that Brent told this cousin that he was like going somewhere. Otherwise you would imagine he would have done an interview or something. Yeah. And we do have those verified sightings of Brent away from his cousin's house near Camden in the Springdale West DeKalb area. So the cousin could definitely have more information. I'm sure the police talked to him and interviewed him, but if he was seen away from that location, I don't see how his cousin would have anything to do with this. I can think of maybe two reasons why the cousin's name wouldn't be put out there. Maybe just one being the cousin requested that his name's not put out there. So I guess I have three reasons. Maybe the cousin is under 18 years old, so they're not going to print the name of a minor. Or maybe the cousin is afraid of uh, his name being out there for whatever reason that might have to do with uh, Brent's disappearance. But I'm, I'm leaning more towards the minor. I'm thinking probably he was younger than 18. Yeah, good call there. I think you're right. I mean... This cousin could potentially be a suspect or something like that, but I would say, based on what we know, pretty unlikely. It's uh, more likely there just wasn't enough information shared that uh, that made him a witness that needed to be named in the public. And there have been some sort of salacious rumors that were displayed on social media, specifically Reddit and Facebook, and we don't have confirmations on any of those rumors But it is interesting to me that on such a new disappearance uh, case from December 2020, less than a year old as we're recording this, um, there are such specific rumors out there on social media. I feel like usually that's the kind of thing that takes years and years to uh, begin. Well, yeah, and to say that we're uh, reading these rumors and and exploring the um, accuracy or the credibility of them is one thing, but we also want people to correct us. We love it when people correct us. If if anyone has any information on anything that has been out there in regards to these rumors, like please shoot us an email. We would love to do a correction at the top of the episode, maybe do an update episode where we say, you know, this particular rumor on Facebook uh, got started way back when, and, and it's got no uh, credibility in regards to Brent's disappearance. Yeah, we're also coming up on the one year anniversary of Brent's disappearance um, on the 29th, I suppose, 26th, I don't know. But a lot of uh, movement in cases ends up happening on these like important 
updates. Usually the media will will run uh, articles or updates or podcast episodes will come out and people will be reminded that this person is out there missing. Um, so I'm hoping that as we approach the one year anniversary that the case gets reinvigorated. And the family has launched a GoFundMe. It's called Justice for Brent Garcia. And they're using the hashtag Brent's Army on social media. And if you do have any information about Jackson Brent Garcia's disappearance, please contact the Sumter Police Department at 803-436-2000. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.